Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie. My name's Jabril Sahemi, and I am the Newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So, yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, and I'm joined by the two guys for the second film in our Saudi Arabian cinema theme. And this is episode 68. And uh, yeah, we're doing Baraka Igabul Baraka, or in English, Baraka meets Baraka. So before we start with the episode, hello, Ollie. How about you say hello? Hello. And Raf, how about you? I'm like refraining from sneezing right now. It's really hard. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'm good. Uh, hi, <laughs> how's good. it going? <laughs> I've got some tissues over here because yeah, yeah, like got... all of us are feeling... This guy can never sick. say a simple hello when he's introduced. You know, there always has to be some... There's something. Some like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some funny little bit that you do. <laughs> it's like my brain just goes, make it interesting. <laughs> well, to keep it interesting, we're going to be talking about uh, Baraka meets Baraka. And uh, I almost fucked it up because we've been talking about how Raf keeps on saying yep. Bakara means Bakara, which in Arabic means... A uh, cow meets cow, um, and now I'm like <laughs> a totally <"Shit."> different story. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, uh, now I'm like, oh shit, which one's the right one? Yeah, but uh, yeah, how about we start off with our little initial thoughts thing? You know, main point, mm-hmm. and then move into the to the questions like like we started doing, which yeah. I think was pretty cool the last time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go first if that's cool. No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think I messaged you, Jabril. Halfway through watching this movie, I, re- I messaged the rest of you to say, like, I love this movie. Mm. And that's how I felt at the end of it. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I found it to be endlessly charming. I thought it was such a fresh spin on the romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it, you know, it um, embraced a lot of the tropes that we find comforting. I think, you know, a lot, yeah, a lot of the, I suppose, the archetypes are there, perhaps, or the classic setups. But it's got this fresh spin on it because... It's, it has what I like to call real stakes. This is like a rom-com, but the obstacles are not manufactured like they are in most rom-coms. In most rom-coms, it's like, oh, I like this person, but they might be into somebody else, or I don't know, or I have this ex and it's complicated. Or in this world, it's these two people who have this unique chemistry and are really attracted to one another, but the actual state of the world and the climate of where they're living is what's p- preventing them from getting together. Mm-hmm. It's the presence of the religious police. It's the the social norms that are keeping them apart. And I found that to be so interesting. And um, again, I keep saying this word, really, really fresh. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed this movie. I love the performances. I love the style of it as well. And maybe we can get into that a little bit later. I thought it was really briskly edited and well-paced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in terms of what stood out the most for for me, I would say it's that. It's the fresh spin on the rom-com genre. I, I really enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say exactly the same thing. It's, it's, it's so refreshing to see the genre have this take and have this perspective. And I think this is what's beautiful about what this theme is. Uh, Jabril is it's such a, it gives such a unique perspective on familiar genres that we are accustomed to. Um, so, you know, the coming of age was a fresh spin because of that unique story. And now we get a rom-com that gets a fresh spin. Um, I'm going to keep saying fresh spin, spin freshly. Um, but that's also what I love about this medium uh, is you can always find a new story. Uh, you can always find um, something different or from a familiar story, something different. If you just look, go, go search out there, go look beyond the the borders of Hollywood, because there is so much out there. And Saudi Arabia is giving us something so 
fresh. Um, <laughs> this new wave is 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 really is really amazing, and I'm 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 just loving it so far. So this movie gave me all of that, um, while still keeping the essence of what mm. the genre is, and um, really endearing, really cute performances from um, both Hisham Fagi and Fatima Albawal. If I'm not, if I'm not, is it Al Bawadi? Al Bawadi, yeah, yeah. Um, so just like really, really. Um, charming really unique um yet familiar so it's not too disorienting um mm. and again it's there's an ethnographic kind of um experience that that you have with this film because you are accustomed to the genre but yet because it's the social context is so different it's um it gives it again a fresh spin mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so um let's keep saying fresh spin fresh spin so a little bit of a fresh spin. <laughs> um so yeah basically what you guys said i just want to reiterate you know like i, I can't really say more mm. uh, what i do want to say is probably out of the three movies this is my like least favorite interesting so, like, if i had like one two three um this would be the third one mm-hmm. uh mainly because i felt at least some of the performances weren't as great, like as a group, I wasn't really, you know, I, I, I would say maybe like the older characters, like, uh, auntie Sa- Saida or something. I can't remember mm, her name. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, the yeah, midwife yeah. character. And yeah. then the, the uncle that like yeah. was a Oud player. <laughs> yes. Um, who keeps thought, shouting. <laughs> yeah. Who keeps shouting. I felt there, uh, at least the performances were a bit mechanical, you know, it might've been oh. the editing or it might've been like the, the style that they were going for. I found that really appealing though. I have to okay. say like, even those performances that didn't necessarily seem like performances mm-hmm. from particularly naturalistic or skilled or well-trained mm-hmm. actors, they had yeah. their own rough charm to them, mm-hmm. but sorry, go on. I think we had a movie like that where, uh, I would say like the non-actor role or something like that, mm-hmm. like where they're, I guess not trained or they yeah. just found someone that like maybe epitomizes that character and mm. brought them in. I think it was maybe shoplifters. Oh yeah. Shop- oh, uh, yeah. Was it? I'm not sure. Oh man, Shop- we've done so many. Yeah, episodes. we've done so yeah. many episodes, but I guess maybe some of the kids in shoplifters yeah. um, who weren't particularly trained gave out right. standout performances. Right, 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 um, right. Or was it like the grandma? Or I might be mess- mixing yeah, up. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like other than that, I really loved like uh, some of the, the shots in this movie. There's a lot yeah, of like a, yeah, say like, like a Wes Anderson. I was going to say that that it. symmetrical framing, a lot yeah. of pastel colors, yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of like precise editing and camera movements yeah, as yeah. well. Very Wes Anderson, very Hal Ashby mm-hmm. too. While uh, the previous movie that we did had a bit more of like an Italian kind of- Yeah, like handheld too. style yeah, as well. Style, yeah. yeah, so- um, yeah, let's just get to the to the questions, right? Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we start off with performances? Since that was a bit of a segue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Let's do it. So, uh, who wants to go first with the performances? Well, Ollie, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, sure. So you kind of were just bagging on this performance, but I actually went ahead and picked. Uh, I'm going to try and pronounce his name correct. Sami Hifni as Dayash. Mm-hmm. Dash, Who, yeah. Dash, yeah, Dash. Is da- that how you pronounce da-ash. it? No, Dash is Dash. Oh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think his name was. Da- uh, so. One thing is, is like we're recording this and I have like super low battery, so I don't have my oh, notes up. Well, I don't it's, have anything. It's, it's D-A. Um, apostrophe. I apostrophe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think D-A-S. it was Da'ash, yeah. Da'ash. Yeah. But anyway, I, I thought um, 
so was he actually the uncle of the main character? Because there was another no. uncle who was the one who was in the wheelchair who didn't say anything. Yeah, so... I was um, unsure about what his relation was to Baraka. It's kind of like in Singapore where like uncle? as a as a term of like... Endearment. Um, endearment or like respect. You call people that are older than you, Khali yeah. or mm. Hammi, uh, just, you know, as a sign of respect. So he might be someone from the neighborhood, like, or he might be from someone the, from, from the community. Family, from yeah. the community. Yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, the auntie, the midwife. She's, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're like essentially neighbors, aren't they? Because they yeah. live in the same building. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I anyway, I and pick... if anyone can see my hat right now, it says neighbors only. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> to the point, to the point. Well, synergy. Um, yeah, I, I really liked Sammy Hifney's performance. He was actually in our the movie that we we're going to be doing next, Book of Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought he was so, um, he had such an expressive face. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was such a funny character. Like I loved his sort of attempts to... Uh, to educate mm-hmm. and um, mentor uh, the Baraka yeah. character, even though obviously in many ways he was way more immature, yeah. way less like not at all like a role model in any sense. Yeah. But I just I, I like that I like that actor's expressions a lot. He made me laugh all the time, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just really enjoyed his banter back and forth with Baraka because again he's playing this older uncle who's meant to be sort of teaching him the ways of the world, mm-hmm. but then in a lot of ways Baraka is the one who's teaching him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Sami Hibni. Nice. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, um, in order for this movie to work, it's got to be the leads. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with both Barakas, mm-hmm. um, with BB and and um, Baraka, because uh, they are the true essence of this film, and they 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 are what makes this film you know uh, float. Um, and and they bring the charms, they bring the cuteness, they bring the endearment. Um, so I'm going to have to give them both this, uh, this praise, um, because I think for any romantic comedy, you have to have your, your ingenue, your, 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 your two lovers to, to really have this strong bond and strong chemistry, which they have. Um, and they really carry out this film for me. It's the reason why you keep watching. It's the reason why you're going, no, it's the reason why you're going, yes. Uh, yeah. you know, there's ups and downs and then obviously the ending, it doesn't turn out to be, you know, uh, a cliche mm. as well, right? Yeah. It's it, it's nice. It's a nice. Um, I love when romantic comedies kind of do that. It it, it presents um, a nice, real narrative to to the romantic comedy uh, genre where. Yeah, uh, the guy doesn't get the girl or the girl doesn't get the guy, but they kind of like because of the social context they're in, they have to, you know, kind of move on with their lives and, and and carry on while still maybe giving you a sign of hope for for their future. So it's uh, it's nice. Maybe there's going to be a sequel. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'd have to I have to give them both the credit for this one. Um they they were both outstanding and they they made this movie work for me. What's what's the name of the um the guy who played the lead male, Baraka? Uh, Hisham Fagi. Hisham yeah. Fagi. I thought yeah, he had yeah. such a wonderful laid back quality oh, to him. So He reminded I mean, me of Jibril. To a be little honest. bit. Yeah. Like, like a more, a more neurotic Jibril yeah. perhaps, but I just, I thought he was, he was an incredibly charming center for the yeah. movie to he had orbit a very, around. Yeah. He had a very, uh, Calming Almost, presence, yeah, common nuanced um, performance. Yeah. Uh, whereas you get the, the the other half of the spectrum with Fatima, and she gives more of a expressive, more of a um, you know kind of lively, Fran- and frenetic, fr- frantic yeah, sort frantic, of energy, which yeah. is yeah. like both their characters. This is how they're different, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of a revolutionary and a rebel, and he's it, like a civil servant that just sort of full uh, yeah. up until the end. I guess he kind of just follows the law, yeah, and exactly. he doesn't like to create any. He doesn't like to upset yeah. anything or the or upset the balance. Yeah. Yeah. Although, so that's, I was going to say, like, I was going to yeah, piggyback same. on you yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. with the two main characters. Um, but 
you could you could clearly see that they represented the new voice in Saudi Arabia and yes. the new yeah. voice from at least the male and the female perspective. And then the uncle and aunt, they come from the older voice, mm, the older perspective yeah. where they're like more traditional. And is that true though? Because like, like not to cut you off, sorry, but like what's interesting is that the film seems to hint that the old, the older generations weren't necessarily more um, traditional or more conservative perhaps yeah. because there's those monologues which we can get into a little bit later exactly. where they talk about how it seemed to be suggesting to me that the past was a little bit more free or a little bit more communal perhaps or more um and then also you have the uncle Liberal, character, the daash character yeah he's like talking about you should be sleeping with women you, and he's like yeah, getting yeah. drunk and stuff so he's not like um he's not like a more conservative figure himself is he yeah so i mean i see this with my family members as well mm. like my dad tells me stories about how back in the day you know everyone was more open you yeah. know like yeah. like the fact that cinema has been gone yeah. for 35 years before yeah. that there was a there was yeah, cinema and scene. things like that yeah, you know yeah. there was a scene um, and it's this like self-policing that mm. people went through where they thought like, oh, this is going to like, we want to have fun, but we have to self-police because mm. of um, certain things, you know, like the value, like the, you know, like saving face and yeah, things yeah. like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think he says that in the second little monologue or a slideshow yeah. or whatever, where- mm, The montage, um, right? Of, yeah, yeah, the little montage, which I loved, by the way, which was really cool. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's this sense of self-policing. And now where, you know, they're trying to move past that. And you can see that with, um, like, uh, what's her name? Bibi. Uh, she's yeah. basically in the, you know, like doing the Instagram thing. Yeah, the social media world. Your face. Mm. So it's kind of like she's showing herself, but she can't truly show herself. Yeah. Um, it's And it's a very typical thing. You know, you don't show your eyes. You just yeah. show your mouth. Like, yeah. it's all over Instagram, if you know. Like, oh, really? Is that is that a, is that an actual thing then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like people will have very very private lives and they don't really show it to each other. Um, so, yeah. yeah. In terms of performances, I would say yeah. like the the core the core couple in the, mm. in the show is really really mm -hmm. good. I really love their performance. I especially uh, the BB character. Mm. I thought she was yeah, yeah. really really good. Mm. I felt like I knew that character and also like. I have a cousin who basically has that role. Like she's oh, an influencer really? yeah. in Saudi Arabia and she has to go through those things where maybe she doesn't like um, to work with certain people or maybe she does. Like, mm, you know, she yeah. has to do it just because she's like a, a moving force. You yeah. know, she's something mm. new. The, a new voice. A new voice, mm. you know, like she, before this, like it was always just men yeah. controlling everything. Mm. You know, and you can see this from uh, Baraka, male Baraka's yeah. character. Let's yeah, say yeah. Baraka and Bibi. Yeah, Baraka and Bibi. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he's like, oh, I'll just go with the flow and follow these rules, even though mm. that I don't agree with these rules. And yeah, um, I feel like he's been he's been more conditioned, right, to to yeah. to be confined and and to follow the the natural procedure of of this kind but of. But also, life. he I think there's a little bit of a class commentary there too, oh, yeah, because for sure, for because sure. he's not from a wealthy background, mm -hmm. he doesn't have the that privileges. the privilege and the freedom to kind of flout the rules that like she does in mm -hmm. a way. I mean, she in a way is also constricted by her wealth and her fame. And her family. Mm -hmm. That creates walls for her mm -hmm. too. But also I think he's more traditional perhaps because he comes from that working mm -hmm. class mm -hmm. background where, you know, no one's going to sort of bend the rules mm -hmm. for you. No one's going to open those doors for you. Yeah. If well, that makes I feel, sense. I feel like there's like the perfect segue into best like scene. Yeah. 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 And yeah. one of my favorite scenes is when he first goes to uh, BB's house and meets his, uh, her mother. Oh yeah. Um, and that's, Oh, that I, was one of my, that was in my top three. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. like I, from the beginning where he parks the car into like an, Oh no, sorry. That's a different scene completely when he goes to like the private beach. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, there, uh, Wait, is sharp... it the scene where the, the father comes in as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. love that and scene. Love that scene. The disparity because like, mm. um, I think I'm not sure if it was a scene before where he was talking to his uncle, like uncle, 
uncle Daash about mm. like smoking dope. Yeah. And then the mm. next scene is um, him going to, well, one of the following scenes mm. is him going to her uh, her mom's house, yeah. Madame, uh, I can't remember what her name was, Mai, Miad or something Miad like that. Miad or something Madea? like that. Um, anyways, they go and then one of the first things is, yeah, is Ma that- Madame Ma Mayada. Yeah, Mayada. And mm. she basically, uh, wait, her husband basically just, has like a sip of whiskey yeah. and then throws it all over the floor. Yeah. And there's like intermittent, yeah. like uh pixelization on the, the drinks oh, yeah. as he drinks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love that scene. Uh, I don't know. What, what about you guys? I mean, uh, can I just quickly, I, I'll pick a different scene, but I, I love that scene too, just mm. because of how clearly uncomfortable yeah. Bakara is in that situation. Baraka. Baraka. Oh my God. Yeah, you did. No, no. Okay. Um, but in that scene with Baraka, because obviously, He's in this strange environment. It's very unfamiliar for him. He's surrounded by all of this wealth, wealth, which probably makes him uncomfortable. Then he sees this man come in and, dis and talk really disrespectfully towards a woman, which mm -hmm. is probably also looked down upon or frowned upon. Mm -hmm. He's drinking in front of him and smoking and spilling his drink mm -hmm. everywhere. And then the mother character is having this really coded conversation. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even really say hello or welcome herself to Baraka. Mm -hmm. She just immediately launches into her past and mm -hmm. like the 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 difficulties and the challenges that are yeah. being presented by this situation they found themselves in. Mm. And I I I like I like that scene a lot. But I'm I'm just gonna quickly go and say that my favorite scene would probably be oh wait. I, I picked a couple actually. <laughs> There's uh, a list. He's got a no, list. No, no, okay. So I I'll go ahead and I'm gonna I was gonna pick the the archival montages, but mm. I think I'll maybe I'll I'll save that one. Good, because I'll pick that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was gonna go with the um the montage of the potential date spots. So when uh, I think yes. Bibi and yeah. Baraka are discussing where they can go for their yeah. first or second date, yeah. and Bibi says, "Okay, here are our options," and then she lists a restaurant, the beach, a car, and like you see them, and it's framed in the exact same way. It just mm -hmm. cuts like to the it's like exact same framing and compositions you see all those places and it always ends with like someone calling the religious yeah, piece yeah, on yeah, them yeah. and then it has like a freeze frame of them having to run out of there yeah it kind of reminds me of uh uh like a tarantino movie in a yeah way. yeah, you know, yeah. Like where they flash back into yeah. something yeah, 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 yeah absolutely i thought it was really funny but also again it encapsulated what i loved about the mm -hmm. obstacles in this film, like it was a rom-com, but they were dealing with real problems, which is where the hell can we go and actually talk to yeah, one another? Yeah. Such and a simple, this, such a simple thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, incredibly that, hard. Just to speak about that is like, that's not just limited to Saudi, but for the pretty much the entire like Iran, uh, Arab, well. yeah. like Arab world and even Iran. And yeah. you or or Indonesia, like, perhaps Indonesia, as well. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, maybe like Islamic or more traditional um, countries, Islamic, you know, like. Yeah. I've had this problem about dating in Bahrain before yeah, where like, right. you know, you can't meet girls because like, how do you meet them in the first place? Yeah. Right. And then obviously I come from a little more casual background. Sure, so like, sure. yeah. well, I can always have people over at my house, but I can see it like with certain friends, you know, where they struggle to actually have like the chance to meet each other because who's going to see them hang out, you know, like. In Bahrain, we don't have the problem of like religious police, but you right. have the problem of like extended family. Well, I was going to say, is Bahrain like a bit more open and liberal in in that sense where you can go out and, and meet a girl and go for coffee? Yeah, for or, sure. You yeah. can go to a restaurant and whatever. Like it yeah. was never really uh, separated. Yeah. The, okay. the, the fear comes from maybe like a more religious family member yeah. or... Well, I, I actually know. remember I was doing a little bit of research into the actors and I think it was maybe the main actor that's the lead, the lead um, character yeah. who 
I think is married perhaps or in a relationship. And I just remember reading somewhere that he had to go to Bahrain yeah. oh. to date hit this the, this woman. And, and the they, they talk about it in the yeah. in the movie where they're like, let's go to Dubai and like yeah. hang out there for like yeah. a few like a weekend. That's literally what everyone <laughs> in Saudi does. You, you you try and find the country that's the closest thing across the border. So either Dubai yeah. or uh, or Abu Dhabi or Bahrain or Jordan or Egypt, you know, and Go have your fun over there, but yeah, sorry to sorry a little interjection over there. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's um, no because it's fascinating to to get against again a glimpse of 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 this world, mm-hmm. right? And this movie gives us that, and these scenes give us that. And for me, um, the biggest glimpse into the generational gap was the the montages, those yeah. those kind of like uh, generational montages, which fascinated me because obviously like I'm understanding this world and this perspective through their eyes, through this story in this time, which is very current. Um, so I don't know the Saudi Arabia of old. I don't know the Saudi Arabia that is their parents, Saudi Arabia or their grandparents, mm. Saudi Arabia. So it was really fascinating to see that sense of liberalism or openness or that sense of freedom that, you know, you'd think that you'd fight for and retain for your kids and for your grand and for, you know, your grandkids. But the, the reverse to happen and mm-hmm. the their freedom got you know stripped down and and there's more confinement there's a lot more rules and regulations but yet they cope with it you know it's not like I'm not seeing obviously there's a struggle in their love and, and their partnership to, to for them to form a partnership but from a westerner's point of view you don't see the daily struggles the daily grinds it's like no they're just living their lives through this you know kind yeah. of uh, what I would deem obviously harsh because I'm French and open and whatever, but like through through this confined world, they're just living out their lives. And this is just the problems, their everyday yeah. problems, right? Yeah. I feel like with everything in every single society, there are restrictions and freedoms. Yeah, and yeah. like yeah. regardless of those restrictions and freedoms, people still go through the same struggles in absolutely similar yeah. ways, you know? And there's like, always... It's still love. It's yeah. still like working you know mm. it's still you still have like typical problems like job sucks you know exactly. yeah, 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 um, yeah of course you have yeah and you'll always and you'll always find people who bend the rules yeah. to, to, to 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 achieve what they want or to to get what they want yeah. and in this fact it, well, it's, 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 like, it's like a plant you know like how a plant bends towards the sunlight exactly it, right you to always reach, find yeah, a way to get yeah, the yeah. sun yeah yeah we're just trying to photosynthesize guys that's all <laughs> we're trying to do um, um no but yeah. that scene because it really uh highlighted um the past with the present and I liked I liked the um the music during those archival montages. Mm-hmm. The um it had a kind of like Ruichi Sakamoto yeah. type score yeah, yeah, to it yeah. almost with that piano. Yeah. It was very melancholy. Yeah, very, yeah, 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 absolutely. Nice. So I guess it's time for favorite quote. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Because I thought that there was a lot of like really funny, um, yeah, a lot of good interesting lines, lines in this. Mm. But one one of the ones that really came out to me was when um Baraka, male Baraka, was mm-hmm. uh, speaking to Daash. Um, and this is when he kind of felt like his whole world was like coming down. Uh oh, you know, you so might have the same quote as me. I have, I actually have it recorded. So he's yeah. like, um, "Say it in Arabic." Well, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's the thing. Like I can't remember, but I, I'm just trying to find it, it here. I just want to hear um, him speak. Arabic. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the fruit stand guy said it anyway. Um, we'll be up for a few days, then snooze for ages, because here. The sweet lasts a day and the bitter lasts ages. That is exactly the same line that I have. That is exactly the same line. And I love that term so much because I felt it, you know? I felt it in my bones. I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense, you know? Mm. Um, It's like in the moment, yeah, sure. This is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. But then for the most part, everyone just like snoozes and like Mm -hmm. just kind of casually 
pushes their problems away mm. and it happens in so many different contexts so yeah. yeah i don't know what you thought about that raf oh I, I i fell in love with that line as soon as i heard it um and it it, it just encapsulates um their kind of the the social context they're in or perhaps society as a whole um and and living you know moment to moment right mm -hmm. so i think you will embrace life better if you look at it like that you know the sweet last a day so you know kind of live life to the fullest now because mm -hmm. the bitter yeah lasts for ages so yeah. if you keep thinking about the future then yeah and yeah i mean just to what you were saying jabril you what you were saying about how um, your rights can be taken away perhaps while you're asleep. It did remind me of yeah. a quote. Uh, I don't remember it exactly, but it was in the context of, I think, talking about fascism in the West or something. Mm -hmm. But it was like, your rights aren't taken away in like some big open struggle where it's pulled out of your hands. Mm -hmm. It happens slowly, quietly over time while yeah. you're sleeping. Exactly. That's, that's when these things happen. That's yeah. when society begins to slip. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of favorite quote though for me, I didn't pick something nearly as as deep and profound, profound as what you two <laughs> picked. Um, I just went with a uh, uh, cool in the hood because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I just loved. Hood. I just loved the. It was more the line reading than anything, but yeah. I just loved when BB was leaving. When when uh, uh, Baraka says, "Oh, it's cool in the hood," yeah. and then she's like, "Cool in the hood," yeah. and then she goes out of the shop and she says, "Cool, cool in the hood." hood. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a bit of a like translation issue uh, there. Okay, because I was like. <laughs> It kind of means cool in the hood, but yeah. like, I don't know. In Arabic, it doesn't sound as lame okay, as it does yeah, in the yeah. English translation. But, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. but still, that's pretty yeah. funny. Like, I, I love that because I feel like Baraka, they try to make him out to be like some like artsy dude that is so, I don't know. Bit of a nerd, bit of a. I feel like he is like the three of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, he would be, he would, he. I would welcome him in this podcast. He'd be great to talk to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like yeah. in terms of like you know she's the cooler, cooler girl. You know she's definitely the the girl that he's like he looks up to. So he mm. probably says like I've said dumb shit like that where I'm like you know I've whatever like cool in the hood and and I've just been like what the hell did I just say? <laughs> and then she just looks at me bizarrely. But I guess that's also the charm about him, right? Is like that he can say and slip and, and and do things like that and that makes him more attractive if anything yeah yeah, yeah it kind of encapsulates his naivety as well exactly he's like oh it's all yeah. gonna be good it's all gonna be fine yeah. and she's like no it's not yeah. No, yeah you don't have any solutions to our problems yeah mm -hmm. all right so let's move on to the next question the little armchair film yeah. oh armchair moment we still need to figure moment. out what to call this question yeah armchair I, I think armchair uh, moments pretty good what's yeah. your armchair moment yeah, yeah what's yeah, your yeah, armchair yeah. moment why not uh, so uh, I think I might have like alluded to it a little bit in the beginning but I felt there were certain things that were quite mechanical about um the the way that uh at least auntie the the auntie and uncle roles were played I don't know it just felt like each sentence was like boom and then boom and then yeah. boom and then boom there was no really there wasn't any space for the conversation to breathe i don't know if that's if that makes sense raf mm -hmm. like there's there was no like uh time for for the the audience to like take in what they were yeah. saying rather than yeah. just like them speaking you know um so yeah that's maybe the only thing that i would change like maybe just having a little bit more atmosphere when they were speaking and then also um which is which is actually something that is touched upon a lot in the next movie uh they're quite stereotypical characters mm. of like you know especially the way they acted like they were a, a little bit like caricatures yeah, yeah. Stick a little yeah. Bit. yeah. A little i can definitely see that with the midwife character as well yeah mm. yeah, yeah yeah so um 
I don't know. That could be like a stylistic choice. But mm. for me, I didn't really um, enjoy that. Also, I totally forgot this just popped into my mind. But remember when I spoke about uh, The Iron Gate, like that movie from Egypt? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they showed that movie in the... Um, like during this, oh, movie. like work. he was watching it where there was a lady like undressing and checking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, she finds a cat and she's like, puss, 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 puss. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie came out, I think, in the 50s. Right. And it's an Egyptian film mm. where, you know, like they were showing yeah. everything, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was like the golden age of like Arab, uh, Arab filmmaking. Cinema. So, yeah. yeah uh, sorry, a little bit of a side tangent, but that for me was the thing that I would like to change. Sure, uh, mm -hmm. sure. More naturalistic performances More natural, or less, scenes, yeah. yeah. From the side characters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Less mechanical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, no, I think I, I think I'd have to go with you on that one as well. I thought I thought like the supporting cast um, there was kind of it, it, it disbalanced um, from 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 the naturalism that the main cast were were, mm. were giving, um, and sometimes that works. But for me, there was something that just like kind of gave it an off kilter. Um, thing where yeah it just it didn't it didn't make me believe in in the world as much as i wanted to so that's why i kept returning to 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 the duo um to to both barakas because i was less concerned about the kind of their outside you know the outside supporting characters especially dash i feel like he was screaming the whole time yeah. <laughs> so i was wow, like man not so much so much hate for dash yeah. I, I love that but love that but, but he also has he there is also like a, a um you know he's he's um he ha he has a bit of a there's a good quality to him towards the end where you you see um kind of the past that he's lived and maybe there's a sense of alcoholism there mm. oh absolutely like, well, well like substance abuse because yeah, they they talk they, yeah. they touch on that when they talk about what a beautiful oud player yeah. he was but yeah, he yeah. can't play that play play that way anymore because of how much well i guess because of how much dope he smoked right well, not, not just that they there was like um Probably you saw it in the, one of the montages. There was a, a bit where mm. where he's um, drunk on the street. No, yeah. no, no. The the like the religious police came yeah, and like oh, shut down yeah. a performance, and they're smashing odes on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That like really hurt me. I was like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. yeah, the musician inside of you must yeah. have really Died cringed at that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like it's not like a montage of like uh, punks and metalheads from the eighties where they're smashing their guitars on purpose. Yeah, no. You know, this is like the government. The government <laughs> well, like. Uh, stopping that or the establishment there's yeah. there's multiple instances in this movie where that you see that like there's a point where uh, Baraka is speaking on the phone um, in front of like a road advertisement mm. and literally everything is blurred out except the woman's hair yeah. and it's an advertisement probably licensed from Europe or maybe where mm. you yeah. can see the woman's face but then in Saudi Arabia they'll like blur out the yeah. person's face and they just kept the hair which is yeah. kind of funny you know like I remember buying books as a kid like a Guinness World Book of Records and if there's a woman with like a dress on they'd like use a black marker or like a sharpie and they would like color in the what well, they were doing skin. that by hand on they each of the copies by hand on each and every copy and they'd go through until like maybe the, the after the knee or to the ankle oh, wow yeah um, yeah and I, that was like yeah. Every day, I remember like going into the books and being like, "Oh, please, maybe this is the book that they forgot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, uh, that's a little. Yeah, well, I, I was also very curious because, like, they obviously they blur a few things in this film, yeah. but they say in the beginning, like, "This is we're not doing this because of a message," or there's no like. I think that's a joke, though. Well, isn't that's it? a joke. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. that was that was yeah. sort of like a a, a self knowing wink. Yeah, exactly. To like the audience. a little a little tap on the nose. Yeah, because yeah. that's something that people do as well. They're like, "We are not." Yeah, we're not. Yeah, disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're not trying to say anything here. Yeah, no, I thought that was hilarious. Should I, I, I should put a disclaimer in, in front of this 
yeah, for this yeah, podcast too. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, Anything for you, Paul? yeah. Um, I uh, so I was really like I said, I was really enjoying this movie the whole way through. Um, but I didn't love the ending. So I thought it ended really abruptly. Um, and I guess that, that maybe that's the point, that there wasn't any sort of clear resolution. Maybe that's just another example of this film being honest and authentic about the problems that it's facing, is that there aren't any, there aren't any ways to necessarily overcome these. But mm-hmm. I just felt like it ended on such a, a flat note that it kind of, it, it didn't wrap up the story for me in the way that I would have liked to. I'm not saying that they should have found a way, it should have been them riding off into the sunset together. But I almost wish that if they were deciding that there was just, nothing they could do and and that was that or maybe it's suggesting that that's the beginning of their friendship perhaps because he finally finds out what her real name is mm. but either way I just felt like there could have been something more there could have been a, an extra tag or something or mm. epilogue to the film because I really wanted to see what happened to these characters yeah. and I really wanted to see, see some kind of lasting statement about C the themes cool. of the movie. Sequel. 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 Yeah. Let's Although come. this movie came out like six years ago. I didn't realize yeah. until yeah. I looked it up. Yeah. But um, anyway, I thought the ending was a little disappointing for me. So uh, that's that's the thing that I would change. We'll contact Ma- Mahmoud Sabat. <laughs> yeah, please. You know. All right. So now for the little bonus question. Ooh. Damn, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so last, last week's bonus question, you guys like really enjoyed it. So yeah. Uh, so hope, that's why you got to. Yeah, I yeah. hope you enjoy this one. Only but goes it's a downhill bit, from sur- here. It's a little bit surface level. Uh, but if you Basic. had a little bit of a forbidden love, Ooh. where would be where would your secret like date location be? Oh, shit. Like if you had. That's another. That's another yeah. good one. Because. Wow. Uh, I struggled, you know, like while Ooh. I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, fuck, if I had to do it, because like, you know, like I said just now, um, I'm lucky to have like pretty open minded, fa- like a pretty open minded family. So I just be like, hey, just come over. We'll hang out like like in, in my place or whatever. But um, if I didn't have that, I I don't know. Definitely be like a drive or something. Yeah. yeah. Should, should it be something familiar like in London or could it be like kind of anywhere? Like a hypothetical a place. hypothetical place. You know, like, like let's say, you know, they're like the mall or a restaurant. Yeah. Or, maybe, know? maybe, um, I don't know if this would really work. Classic. With, the mall. Maybe this wouldn't really work with, for example, Saudi Arabia. But mm-hmm. what about a cinema? Because you could mm-hmm. both enter separately. Mm-hmm. And it's dark in there and you could go to like an afternoon screening where there aren't that yeah. many people and you could just make sure that you kind of sit next to each other halfway through the film and then you can ha- kind of have your little day. I suppose you can't really chat too openly mm-hmm. because then you'd be interrupting everyone's movie experience, but you could at least sort of yeah, don't be hold that, hands don't be or something person. like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that would be that would be my answer. Mm. I think for me, because um, you know, I'm a nature guy. I'd probably go to like, yeah, just a big open park, something like, you know, Richmond Park or like something like really big where mm. you can like kind of easily get lost and yeah. and um, find yourself under a tree or, or or sitting down. What is find yourself? Yeah, exactly. A euphemism <laughs> yeah, exactly. for here. Finding, Finding yourself under, under a, tree a tree sounds <laughs> sketch as hell. Yeah, exactly. That's what I text her. I'm like, find, find me under a tree. X, um, X marks the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my heart. <laughs> just like, you know, and, and uh, you know, yeah, just kind of be 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 outside and and mm. kind of hide in a in a park somewhere and, yeah. and find love under a tree. Yeah, nice. I, I I'm I'm with you on that one. Although mm. there are not that's basically that cruising. You guys yeah. are talking. About. <laughs> yeah, and, pretty much. And, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hampstead Heath. I hear Hampstead, uh, Heath, I, yeah. Hampstead Heath. The ponds in Hampstead Heath. I hear that's a good spot. <laughs> well, like let's at least about Saudi, right? There aren't that many like public parks and stuff. Not that I know of. At least not where I'm from. Well, there's no grass. Yeah, so. yeah it looks well, pretty dry. Yeah, exactly. It looks pretty dry out there. Like 
maybe like going into the desert and having like a huge tent and like having like because oh. back in the day this is what like at least rich people used to do they would have their own like part in the desert where nobody would know where yeah. you, where you are it would be their own land or parties and stuff like harems and whatnot. yeah yeah it wouldn't be their own <laughs> land but like I don't know. Russell Peters has this like bit where he talks about like hanging out with uh, like some pretty big dudes from like the royal family at least, or uh, or somebody really rich and mm-hmm. in Saudi or in Saudi. Oh. And this is like before like uh, I think this must have been like 10, 15 years ago. So this is when before MBS came in. Before MBS came in. Before even uh, the previous king. I always forget their names because um, I'm really I just don't really you're a bad Saudi yeah yeah, you're a bad (laughs) Saudi bad (laughs) Um, but uh, like a lot of this like opening of Saudi Arabia came from the previous king and Mm. then MBS really like uh, put it into the law and stuff like that yeah Uh, but yeah like people used to go into the desert have parties and whatnot and yeah it's to the desert that's pretty that's pretty that's like that's so burner it's kind of like I don't know it just reminds me of like Tatooine in Star Wars yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's like a massive burn in Saudi Arabia (laughs) that we don't know about Uh, yeah possibly you never know yeah you never know man in Jordan uh, where a lot of like movies are filmed in this area called Wadi Ram yeah um, which is basically governed by like the Bedouins there Mm. so it's kind of like a separate entity and that's where a lot of like raves in Jordan happen wow which is pretty crazy very cool very cool Um, but yeah let's let's finish this episode wrap it up and wrap it up wrap it up and wrap it out yeah wrap it up wrap it out let's go (laughs) Uh, and we'll do it with the with the ratings so who wants to go first I will okay um, I think I'll give I'll give it eight point five bakaras out of ten. Bakaras. Yeah. Oh, wow. so, nice. I like that. I like that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, same score for me. Eight point five push up bras oh. out of ten push up bras. What, what, what's the what's the term? What's the Arabic word for push up bras? Or I have no bras? idea. Oh, okay. Man, dude, you are not coming. Yeah, you're, you're not coming dude, through with the Arabic words. My Arabic is not that good. <laughs> He's slightly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. no, that's my, bad Saudi. Bad. <laughs> my Arabic needs to get better. Yeah, um, you'll practice. But yeah, what did you say? Eight point five for both of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with seven. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like when I was initially watching this movie, I was like maybe even a six. But um, after this conversation, I'd be like around. I'm around a seven, like mm. a strong seven. Strong seven. Um, but I can't really think of a totem. Mm. Um, ooh. I'm gonna go with uh, seven selfie sticks. Like, nice. You know her little selfie yeah, stick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, out of ten, nice. just just because there, I felt like there there could have been a few more improvements. Yeah, for sure. Um, sure. But yeah, just before we go, I wanted to ask you about uh, the little like theater thing that they were doing, like the Shakespeare. Oh yeah, we didn't bring that up at all. Yeah, we didn't bring that up at all because we've got like a, like 35 minutes. But I think we can speak about that. because yeah, I thought it was about pretty that. funny. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's uh, that was really nice. A neat little. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a neat little introduction to to Shakespeare, to you know Shakespeare in the Arabic world as well, yeah. and you know the them going through Hamlet uh, of all plays, um, yeah. and just and just him, you know, just him like being in 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 the kind of like this uh, mm. this theater society, yeah. um, and one of and one of the National Theater Society exactly of like Saudi, of, Arabia. Of Saudi Arabia, yeah. huge. It's like it's like we're talking the national here, right? Yeah. We're talking like the. So, would, my question is, uh, well, first of all, I I liked it was cool. I thought it was cool how, due to I guess social norms, he was Baraka was playing the female yeah, yeah, parts, yeah. which and is actually, actually how they would have experienced, yeah. which is exactly how they would have performed back then. My question to you is that is 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 that something that's actually done then in Saudi Arabia? Do they have men I, playing women's parts well, because of yeah, again is, expectations? It's it's honestly a world that's completely new to me mm. like i don't really know like i remember in middle school you know like in bahrain i i like drama you know yeah. i liked any of the 
creative like subjects, creative I would go like double down. Mm. And I remember doing drama. If you were a guy, they'd be like, oh, gay. Like yeah. literally yeah. Yeah. that was the buzzword. So yeah. I honestly can't tell you what like theater is like mm. in the Middle East. Even like yeah, translating Shakespeare's iambic pentameter yeah. into Arabic. I mean, obviously since I don't understand any Arabic, I had no concept of whether or not that translation was yeah. rough or not, but I was mm. so curious as to how no, you would have translated it. Would, have, would it still be in the same meter? Would there be rhymes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which- Feminine ending, anyone? Yeah. Yeah, so it was quite well, a bit of, because uh, they use classical Arabic and classical Arabic is, you know, beautiful sounding. And although it's yeah, not yeah. going to have the same, uh, was like, it ionic pentameter? Iambic. Ionic pentameter, go. It's like a, it's like a transformer. <laughs> or like an energy drink. Yeah, yeah. an energy yeah. drink. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that works. I tried to count it, but like syllables don't work in the same way. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but fun fact, during the golden age of like the Islamic um, like empire, sure. Um, it was uh, Arabic scholars that went around Europe and ar around like maybe Asia mm -hmm. and took a bunch of like literature and, uh, and yeah, theater yeah. and stuff and translated it, it into Arabic. And mm -hmm. that's why we have a lot of information nowadays from that time because everything was translated to, into yeah. Arabic and spread yeah. across the, the empire. Yeah, well, they were huge so, on that, right? They were huge um, about being worldly and, and, and kind of yeah. cultivating their um, the outside to, to, to bring yeah. it into the and inside. And that, that's why we have a lot of like Greek, like a lot of Greek tragedy tragedies or Greek yeah. plays and yeah, stories yeah, yeah. are with us now is because mm -hmm. everything was translated from Greek and Latin, yeah. and, uh, Persian and whatever yeah. into. Well, Arabic. it's good yeah. to see. It's good oh, to wow. see Shakespeare still that. surviving. Yeah. You know, even in in this part of the world where they still you know undergo undergo such plays. Yeah. Um, so hey, Shakespeare will never die. And basically, you know, like we said in the beginning, you know, all these kinds of basic life kind of problems and yeah. stuff if you're shakespeare if you're in saudi arabia you know yeah. it's still similar problems exactly you know, exactly and yeah, yeah. Hate and life and i don't hey. know yeah, yeah. yeah. and i want there. i mean this might be a bit of a stretch but i wonder if you could look into the themes and this and the substance or like the subtext of hamlet and transpond that and apply that to baraka meets baraka yeah. because in a way like hamlet the lead character in 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 the, in the play his problem is that he can't is indecision indecisiveness yeah. Yeah. he can't make a decision or he can't make a choice when faced with all of these obstacles around him with, yeah. with faced with all of these inner and outer conflicts mm. and i wonder if you could say the same thing about yeah. baraka himself if there's a mirror maybe there, he's too laid back he's not yeah. willing to assert himself in these yeah. situations well, he was ophelia so yeah yeah that's yeah. Sure, he was yeah, Ophelia. Yeah. He did play Ophelia. So, yeah. um, well, don't know where Ophelia lies into this story, but yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, we're not talking about Shakespeare. We're, no, we're not. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, next on time. That note, next time. Next time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Um, thank you for listening, my peoples. Uh, we're gonna end this one here. This was a lovely movie, and get ready for uh, the next episode, The Book of Sun, mm. and it's gonna be episode every thirteen-year-old boy's favorite number. Episode 69. And also yeah. that movie's available on that movie's available on Netflix. So yes. if there's anyone out there who hasn't seen it, yeah. In the West, it's you accessible. can you, you can go on, yeah. on Netflix and watch it today. Yeah, the so. Book of Sun and Baraka Meets Baraka. So uh yeah. 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 And if you wanted to watch Wajda, I think it's on Amazon Prime to rent. Or Mubi as or, well. Or Mubi. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, we plugged all those companies. Uh, Movie, give us an advertising. Yeah, uh, nice. Give us some of that sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we sound great. <laughs> and yeah, thank you for listening. Ciao, ciao. For you.